Hello and welcome to another podcast of Magical Conversations. My name is Lorinda and in today's episodes I would like to continue my journey of healing. So the last episodes I approached the first technique that I use when I want to change a behavior change a cyclical pattern and overcome trauma. And the first thing that I do when I want to change a behavior is to think, when was the first time that I felt this way? So when I'm confronted with a trigger or with a strong emotion, I think to myself, When was the first time that I ever felt this way? And this usually brings a memory, usually in childhood. And that's when I realize that the root of my current behavior or the root of my current trigger lies within that remembrance. When I ask myself, when was the first time? A memory pops up. And usually this memory brings a lot of emotions. Why do I do this? Because for us to be able to process emotions, we need to give them space to exist and accept them. Emotions that aren't felt and processed can impact the way that one thinks about themselves, the way that we react to stress, our physical well-being and our interpersonal relationships. For emotion to be fully experienced, there are three stages of it. The first stage of experiencing an emotion is that we develop an emotional vibration to an experience that occurs in our lives. After we develop that emotional vibration, we feel the emotions, the thoughts, or the physical sensations associated with that emotional vibration. And then after we experience these emotions, thoughts, and physical sensations, we move from that emotion by processing it. So when at any stage of these three stages, we stop the process, an emotion is not processed. And what happens to unprocessed emotions? Unprocessed emotions is what we call trapped emotions or emotional baggage. I don't really quite like to define it by those terms because I think there is a bit of prejudice uh, that comes to those terms. But it, this is what I'm referring about. Unprocessed emotions that have a negative impact in your life. And the only way for us to be able to process these emotions is by doing 
the three stages that I referred before by a first an emotional vibration is triggered and then we let ourselves feel the emotions thoughts and physical sensations that come with it which allows us to process the emotion there might be a lot of reasons why we stopped the process of experience fully an emotion. This can be reasons, for example, when you were a kid, maybe you did not have the safety or the environment didn't allow you to have space uh, to express these emotions, so you could not fully feel them. Or even uh, these emotions might have been seen as something bad and something to be repressed. That is also uh, very common. So when we have unprocessed emotions, it does not only impact our own self-worth, our own well-being, but it also impacts the way that we interact with the world. So by doing this process, what I do is I go back to that remembrance. I go back to that moment in time and I just let myself feel. And what I mean by this is I try to take out value and words that refer to a certain value of my experience. This means, for example, if I'm extremely sad and I'm crying, I try to take out the word sadness and I mostly try to take out this notion of good and bad, especially in terms of feelings. I think good and bad has been widely discussed and we, I think, all uh, came to this perspective that is very relative, especially uh, in terms of emotions, because who told that happiness is good uh, and sadness is bad? <laughs> of course, maybe we won't don't like to experience sadness. I don't like to be sad, but that doesn't mean that they are inherently bad. So what I do is I go back to that moment in time and I let myself feel the sensations on my body that uh, that remembrance brings. I'm not going to lie to you, this part of the process, accepting those emotions are, at least in my experience, the difficult part of the journey. This is for me uh, the most exhaustive, the most tiring and the most hard to live with part of the process. Not because I don't think feeling these emotions is bad per se, but I think the way that we coexist in a society might not allow us space for us to experience all of these complex emotions. For example, I really felt um, a contradiction in feeling sadness, tiredness, anxiety, depression all of it, but yet 
still having to be product productive, right? Still having to go to work, still having to continue with life. And I think that is the hard part of the process is a fact for me, at least that we lack space as a society for us to be able to express all of our complex range of emotions. So, as I said in the last episode, this is not a process to be rushed. A big part of self-love is to be patient with yourself, calm with yourself, and loving towards yourself. So, when I go back to that memory, I start feeling the emotions in my body and my only job or my only task at the moment is just to give space for them to exist. For now, that's all you need to do. Just give them space to exist so they can experience the free stages of the process. What I found is that uh, my trauma mostly come from um, not really doing the second phase, right? Of course, I got the emotional vibration, but I did not let myself feel the emotions, the thoughts or the physical sensations that come along with it. Because in the past, I wasn't safe. I did not have the safety to do that. And I was living in survival mode. So now as an, an adult, I allow myself little by little to go back in time and experience all of these sensations. When you let yourself be open to these emotions, having a non-judgmental perspective towards them is really helpful. Don't try to label them. Don't try to define them. Just let yourself feel all of these emotions throughout your body. Something that also really helped me in this process was to express how I felt. And the expression of how you feel can be done in many ways. You can paint, you can write, you can dance, you can sing. But I found that by externalizing what I was feeling and thinking, it felt like a cleanse of my body. It felt like I was taking out by or verbalizing it or writing it or painting it. I was little by little taking out this heaviness that I felt in my body. And little by little, that was a way for me to process my emotions. And I think that is an extremely helpful way to cope with this art stage of the process. Because when you pass through this stage, the rest is easy. I think that the hardest one is to feel. <laughs> feel what you have been afraid to feel, right? And then you're going to find out that different emotions cause a different sensation in different locations uh, of the body. For example, happiness usually is felt throughout the body. Anger is usually felt in the upper half of the body and arms. Fear is felt in the upper half of the body, excluding the arms. 
Disgust is felt in the upper body and arms. Sadness is felt in the chest and head, whereas the arms, legs and feet have a decrease in activity. Surprise is felt in the chest and head with a decreased activation in the legs. Anxiety is felt in the upper body excluding the arms. Love is felt throughout the body but not that much in the legs. Depression has no increase in activation so it, there is just a decrease in the lower body and arms. Pride is felt in the torso, head and arms. Shame is felt in the torso and head. And envy is felt in the chest and head. This part of the journey is meant to create space for emotion to be fully experienced. Because it's only when you can experience fully that emotion that you can move on from it. So you just let yourself feel the emotions that come with the remembrance of the first time that you felt that way. And you just open space for the emotions to flow so they can flow in and flow out. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day or night whenever you're listening.